What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Comic Talk. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. This is the show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. Uh, for those of you who are new to uh, comic books or, um, you know, don't know how it works, uh, new comic books come out, uh, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays, new Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays, and we're here on a Thursday here to talk about uh, everything that came out this week. Now, I can't do it alone. This is not the Dimitri show. This is Comic Talk. So I brought on two awesome guests that uh, have been here before, are here to talk comic books that are really ingrained in uh, uh, the love and the passion for it. So let me introduce them. Um, First, we got uh, Joel, Joel Prentice, a.k.a. The G.I. Joel. Uh, you've seen him on the show before. Joel, what's up, man? How's, how's it going? It's going all right. Thank you for uh, having me back. Excited to be here and to uh, talk comics and all the hot stuff that came out this week. Oh, super hot. Super hot yes. stuff. Hot oh. stuff. <laughs> um, um, I, uh, I always love having you on here. Uh, I don't know Thank if G.I. Joe came out this week. Um, no, no. Well, actually, it but... did, but my, my shipment got delayed. Uh, Diamond oh. had a technical issue, so hopefully I'll get it in a couple of days. There's been there's been a lot of delays recently, right? Is that yeah? They had a uh, they got hacked at Diamond. They had a ransomware situation. Oh um, shit! So everything, a lot of the smaller shipments and smaller stores, such as myself, uh, our stuff got delayed this week from Diamond because they weren't able to process everything. So okay, yeah, uh, that sucks. And it I does. guess that happens <laughs> to everybody, right? That it happens, happens to all industries. Yeah, that is the the comes with the uh, the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad to have you here, G.I. Joe or no G.I. Joe. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, we also got uh, Kyle Dodson, a.k.a. Kyle Dodson Funny, uh, just in case you needed to know what to expect from him. Um, you know, his other Twitter is Kyle Dodson Tragedy, and that's just yeah. for all the emo posts that he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, Kyle? Yeah, it's How's a going? lot of Fallout Boy lo- lyrics. Um, yeah. Good. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> it's nice meeting joel for the first time yeah nice to meet you. uh he's got a very handsome mustache i love it <laughs> very luxurious uh, uh all of us have facial hair of some sort um for anyone out there watching uh if you're watching the live stream you could see these facial hair uh in all their glory uh if you're watching us on on facebook on youtube on twitch or on volume.com slash the keeg show uh, volumes are our number one streaming platform. That's where you can see us live. So uh, we're putting it out live. Or if you can't see our facial hair, you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Um, uh, Kyle, are you are you a big fan of facial hair? Do you like switch it up a uh, lot? I I don't switch it up a lot. I like I used to not be able to grow a mustache, so I had like a weird like anti Hulk Hogan thing where it was like just just this oh. <laughs> the chin area and yeah. like. Uh, so, some chops um yeah. so that like it was just the like whatever nwo hulk hogan had died black like that was that was the, the anti-hulk hogan but then uh yeah now i just do full beard because i'm lazy i don't feel like yeah. shaving i used I to that. shave like every other day and truth be told in december i'm going to have to shave every day uh for this role but like uh i think when covid hit i was just like ah, i'm just gonna I'm not gonna bother. I'm gonna grow it out and shave it every like every three weeks. This is kind of what I do. Yeah. It's like all right, you know. Um, 
This should just be a facial hair show. Just a facial hair episode. The whole time. What what superheroes or 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 villains or whatever have the best facial hair? Omni Man, for sure. Omni Man has the mustache. He brought it back. He brought it back. Hardcore. Really did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was being slept on, I think. Like like those that mustache was being slept on up until Invincible came out on Amazon. Yeah. And everybody was watching Invincible and wanted to be, I guess, wanted to be like Omni Man, yeah. or at least welcome to the club. To that kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been rocking this mustache since the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is uh, is I mean, Omni Man was around in the early two thousands. Just in yeah, the yeah, just in the comics. But I, uh, yeah. I grew this out when I was in the military. It was only facial hair we were allowed to have. So, mm. um, I've had my mustache long enough to where my wife has actually never seen me without it, and. Uh, that's one of the conditions of our relationship is I cannot shave. <laughs> oh, is she a big fan of the mustache? Oh yeah, yeah. I've had it the whole time we've known each other. So right. Um, so she she doesn't know any any doesn't different. know anything else. Yeah, and at this yeah. point neither do I. So <laughs> I can't. At that point though, I would shave it off just to see. I, I like, do get curious sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, what do I look like without this thing again? I kind of forgot. Yeah. But then I'm like. Yeah, it, I, I'm. It's become too much part of the brand at this point, you know. <laughs> right, right. It's all about the brand. Yeah, it's all brand about gotta, gotta stay consistent, you know. Yeah, uh, you have you have you have kids too, right? Yes, I have um, a 18 month old son, and my yeah. wife is pregnant with our second, and will be. She will be here in January. So okay, congrats, congrats. Um. I remember when my sister was little, my mom cut her hair from long to like kind of shortish. And my mm-hmm. sister just cried. My sister's just like, and so like, I can imagine if you shaved your mustache, your kid would just be like, yeah. either just confused, like, who are you? Or yeah. just ball. Just ball. I yeah. remember my dad had a beard when I was a kid. And yeah. I remember the first time he shaved it, I was like five or six. And it was traumatizing. I still have a very clear memory. <laughs> of some strange no facial hair man sticking his head in my bedroom door uh, at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, but it was my dad. Yeah. Um, my dad had a mustache all through me growing up and he looked like, or at least in my head and still to this day, he looked like Ernie Hudson in um, Ghostbusters. Nice. Like that was, that was my dad to me. Nice. And, but my dad didn't, shave off his mustache all at once he did it in like like the thickness slowly got shorter and shorter until it disappeared just gone and then i just like had to double check with it i'm like what happened yeah slowly phasing it out over time yeah i i swear it was about like six months of him slowly cutting it shorter to the point he doesn't have a mustache now and i'm very i like to this day i'm very confused he was like, didn't you have one yesterday? Or- <laughs> I mean, I, I've known he hasn't for years, but at the yeah. same time, like, I so think of mustache. my dad with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have a similar story, Kyle, but facial hair, am I right? Uh, my, my dad had, uh, like, didn't have a beard for a while, and then, like, yeah. he was like, I'm going to grow a beard, and so he did. And it's just like, a, it's like, maybe a little shorter than mine and then yeah. like a f- he's had it for most of my life at this point now and uh like we recently found out that my mom is like i'm not really that big of a fan of the beard 
<laughs> he's had it for like 20 some years this one oh, my dad's Awkward. like well too bad yeah. <laughs> um my yeah my dad shaves every day like but there was a there was a point during like last year where he grew out a beard and it was like this like silver beard and i'm like dude keep it and he's like no nah. and then he shaved it and i'm like oh okay all right um tell, dude but, reverse psychology tell him to shave it yeah, 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 maybe maybe that's what it is. Um, so Joel said Omni Man for best facial hair. Do you have a pick for best facial hair in comic books? Um, I mean, I just think I think Maestro's beard is very impressive. Oh yeah, kind of grow that immediately. Yeah, as he... wait, does it happen immediately? <laughs> I think so because when he's at least in like the old man Logan stuff, his uh. Like when he's Bruce Banner, he doesn't have a beard. Oh, you mean immediately that way? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like a Homer Simpson, like he shaves and then it grows. Right. Just I like, thought like Hulk's when he hulks out, power. He just hulks out with yeah. a beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is the reverse of Red Hulk because Thunderbolt <laughs> Ross has a mustache as a human, but when he turns into the Hulk or Red Hulk, he no does mustache. not have a mustache. No more mustache. So the mustache yeah. recedes into his face. Doesn't want to be associated with out. all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird. Yeah, uh, it is weird. Remember the when that was a mystery. When it was yeah. like, so who is the Red, Hulk? the Red Hulk? Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure people, people wrote like, off. It's Thunderbolt Ross, and people were like, no, because he doesn't have a mustache. Yeah, I'm I sure that's like, why they did it. Remember that argument? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the flip side, I remember when Red She Hulk came out, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Was I spoiled or did I just understand? I was like, that's that's Betty Ross. Yeah. And and but then it was I, I just knew it. And I assumed that everybody knew it, but then I realized it was supposed to be a mystery. And then when I, it was revealed, I, I was like, what? Nobody nobody knew this? I thought everybody knew I this. feel like they revealed it pretty quickly though. Like I yeah, feel it like wasn't she debuted long. and then like two episodes or two issues later. Oh. Okay. I think you found out it was her before you found out who Red Hulk was. Really? I think. Okay. Isn't she in an issue? I don't know. I, I thought I read it recently, but it's probably been two years. Yeah. I was like, I yeah. read that last year. Uh, it's been like two or three years. <laughs> well, it's so weird in comic books, in comic books where we're like, like I think I have to like attach it to a year to realize how long ago that was. Like the new 52 dropped in 2011, right? <sighs> and yeah. like 10 years ago? It was 10 years ago. Wow. <laughs> but then when you think of, like, when you think of, uh, when did Rebirth happen, you know? And, like, there was a good... Yeah, a good run of Detective Comics. Like, it was a good run, Detective Comics Rebirth. Yeah. And, um, but then I'm like, nah, but that seems like, it's like two years ago, right? It's like, oh, no, it was seven? Yeah. Or five? I think, was it I, think we're as, I think we're almost longer, like, since Rebirth than we, than... 52 to re- rebirth. Yeah, well, I think so. The well, distance between us and halfway. rebirth versus... I mean, it's five yeah. It's five years, five years, right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now we're yeah. in Infinite Frontier, so they did it on a five-year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... It, it's, it's, it's weird. The passage of time, I have to think, like, when did New Avengers come out? Like, I'm constantly having to think. And then I'm like, where was I in life? Like, yeah. I was still in <laughs> high school, when like, I I I, and then you like read more and more, and then you just get lost. 
time means nothing. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy to think New 52 was 10 years ago. I'm like, New 52 was like a year or two ago. Nope, no, 10 years ago. I'm glad it wasn't. I mean, I know it wasn't two years ago, but I thought it was like 15 years ago. Because it seemed like that whole shitty comic era, and that's my opinion, lasted way too long. Until Rebirth, right? Like yeah. five years until Rebirth. So it's like those five years I gave up on D- on DC. I think a lot like, of people did. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, Rebirth like, brought me back. The the thing that got me was it like kind of started strong and you're like, okay. And then they were like, okay, no one likes these titles, but like let's keep keep the ones no one likes and then take the mm. teams that people like from other ones and put them on the comics that no one likes. And it's like, no. Yeah. No. Like the ones that they're writing. Why are you playing this yeah, weird yeah. shell game? It just made no sense to me. Like the Superman timeline made no sense. Like when it, you know. He's wearing denim. Yeah, there's jeans, <laughs> jeans Superman. But then on like Action Comics, it was different. I don't know. Action Comics yeah. Superman was, uh, and then Teen Titans was not the team that like, because I was reading Teen Titans straight through up until then. And then that team i was like what is going on <laughs> yeah it was crazy that didn't last that lasted longer than it should have but then they switched teams and just like got rid of like bunker and all those the spider person and yeah new people because they were like caricatures like i don't know <laughs> yeah well and then there's red beast boy there was red yes. beast boy because yeah. beast boy was connected to the red they're like why does he have to be green he's not connected to the green but it's yeah. like Vixen's connected to the red. Like <laughs> yeah. not an animal man's animal connected to the red. red isn't yeah. Red. yeah. They're so not red. Yeah. Why bees so red beast boy was a thing. Yeah. That I was weird. I, I did. When too, he turns into Gar, he has a mustache, which is strange. <laughs> Does he? he? No, no, I was just. Oh, I, was oh, 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 I get what you're uh, saying. Oh, because of red, because of red Hulk. I was ah, uh, um, uh, so like, uh, as far as this week's comics are concerned, it, it's so weird how far we've come. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly being like telling people, trying to convince people to come back to DC. It's like DC Infinite Frontier. I think is doing a really good job. Sure, there's some, there's, there's some misses, but there's mostly hits. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it, it's tough sometimes because DC has to earn their way back into mainstream pop culture in a world that just wants Marvel. You know, yes. it's so weird. In the last twenty years, Marvel has just changed the game and dominated. Just like in 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 like my parents, let's just say my parents in their head, like they know who Tony Stark is. How yeah. weird is that? That's weird. Yeah, it's uh, Marvel has definitely become the mainstream. Uh, whereas for when I remember growing up in the '90s with Batman, the animated series, Superman, everybody loved DC more so, and Marvel was kind of the underdog. Um, I think people viewed DC as kind of the institution because they have Superman, they have Batman, and now, yeah, I mean, we have Iron Man, who was not even was like a D-list character that yeah. nobody knew about. I remember when Iron yeah. Man first came out, I would tell people who he was and be like, so he's like Batman. I'm like, mm, not really. Or when right. Thor came out, people were like, like the God of Thunder from Norse. Like, well, he's also yeah. a comic book character. They took right. these, these deep, deep cut characters that, you know, I was reading about when I was a kid and now they're household names. Household know? names. Yeah. yeah. And DC is, is always like stumbling and it's so yeah. weird. It's so weird. 
uh, that that's the case. It's strange. Um, it's strange too because Marvel's kind of had to like fight to get the rights to all the characters that they've sold back. Yeah. Whereas like DC is like, oh yeah, Warner they've Brothers owns everything. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's always been in house. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, they could have done a live-action Space Jam-type movie where Superman teams up with Bugs Bunny. Like, they could have even done that, and they didn't. Yep. Like, they sat on their asses for... Okay, I'm, not, I'm gonna... This this show's gonna derail into, into my disappointment and frustration. With DC Comics. With DC, because I think it... I'm like a half DC, half Marvel fan. Like, I think they're both very valid, and I love it when they're just driving together. They're yeah. Paul Walker and Vin Diesel driving down, you know? But then suddenly, yeah. one dies. Yeah. <laughs> one has oh, a CGI man. face. Yeah. Now it's a CGI, uh, like, yeah. Yeah. They just, I my thing is, they, they don't even cook the spaghetti before they throw it at the wall. No. They're just yeah. hoping something sticks. Just no. hoping it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the comics, though, the comics have really, I think, brought it back. And so these bad decisions, let's let's start it with the IP, you know? Like, start mm-hmm. the good decisions yeah. with the IP and let it spread from there. And the IP, the comic books, will inspire video games. The comic books will inspire cartoons. And you see what, what works, and then you kind of, like, take some risks. Build from like, there. Like, you know, and build movies and TV shows and, and whatever from there. Um there's a lot of comics that came out this week. I, I just want to uh, uh, just shout out, like, Static 4 came out, and um, um, Robin and Batman came out. That's a three-parter uh, series. Uh, we got Action Comics uh, 1036. We got Marvel stuff, uh, like Alien 8. Uh, we got Venom number one. We got The Thing number one. So uh, this was a pretty good week, especially for, like, number ones and, like, restarts and kind of... New arcs and stuff, yeah. Yeah, new arcs, uh, that sort of thing. Um, Question for both of you. If you guys had only the time and energy to have one comic a month, what would it be? You could only read one comic a month. You only got that time and energy for one. What would be your pick? Uh, I think the last two times I said G.I. Joe. This time I'm going to change it You're a big G.I. Joe fan. I'm a big G.I. Joe fan, but... But this month, this this episode, I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Okay. If I could only read one title, it would probably it would be Daredevil. I I love Daredevil. It didn't come out this week. It came no. out I think week before last. Yeah. Um. But I'm a huge Daredevil fan. I was doing a video on Daredevil earlier today, and I was just thinking about how much you know he's one of my favorite all time characters. I think uh, we were robbed of his season four on Netflix. Uh, oh season yeah. Season three is pretty much perfect television. Really hoping to see him and Charlie Cox as uh, him in No Way Home. Um, right. Yeah, I love Daredevil. I think he is a unique character. I think, you know, everything that Frank Miller did with him has carried on throughout the years. The Zadarsky run, I think, will go down in history as one of the uh, top Daredevil runs. So, And he's one of those characters, if you look back across his publication history... He really doesn't have any duds. I mean, every single time they get a writer for Daredevil, it's always some top-notch stuff. Even the runs that you don't really hear a lot about, it's still, people can really cut their, writers really cut their teeth on, on Daredevil in a lot of ways. So I uh, I would I would read Daredevil every month if I could only pick one. Um, Chip Zdarsky's Chip Daredevil is really good. Yes. Um, again, it didn't come out this week, so I don't have a graphic for it, but yeah. like, like I, it was so good that I felt like I was missing out, and I went back and I binged twenty issues to catch 
up to current like uh issue of of daredevil like yeah and I, and I mean, I did it. I pitched like twenty issues of like Chip Zdarsky, and the art is so good. Yeah. Who's the artist on that? Uh, Marco Chiquetto. Yeah. He yeah. he's oh he did Punisher before. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he's done a lot of the grittier uh, kind of stuff like that. And uh, he's so good. Fantastic job. Fantastic. His job. art is so good. Yeah. Um, and it works so I'll well t- for Daredevil. His yeah. Style. I'll tell you whose art I don't like after in a, in a little bit because there's there's an issue that came out this week that I liked but the art is so bad and I don't like it and I will I tell you that. later I will save that <laughs> uh, Kyle what's your uh, what's you know your one pick a month if you could only do that oh boy um I mean I think in the past I had said like uh like Tinian's Batman was pretty good and then this week I read Robin and Batman. And I know it's only three, it's only going to be three issues, but man, that blew me away. Because like yeah, one, really good. I was so relieved and thankful it wasn't Damian Wayne. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I don't like Damian Wayne. I've never no. liked Damian Wayne, but <laughs> yeah, uh, Joel's on board. I'm but with yeah, you on that like, one. It's, it's refreshing to see another Dick Grayson story kind of told from his point of view that we really haven't gotten, at least for a long, long, long time. Um, it's a little bit like, it's like it's almost like if All-Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder was written by a competent human being. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody, somebody brought that up online. That if, if it's All-Star Batman and Robin, if it was good. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have like a weird place in my heart for all-star batman rom because it's just so crazy that it's just it's, like i just have to like but like i don't like recommend watching i'm not like hey you gotta watch this it's <laughs> yeah. like if we it's like if we had the nicholas cage superman movie oh, it wouldn't God. be like this is my favorite movie but you'd be like you want to see something insane that they made <laughs> right. that's what all-star batman and robin boy wonder is but no uh yeah. robin and batman is great um i love that the title is robin and batman not just mm-hmm. yeah standard batman and robin and uh yeah no it's it's fun uh yeah i like you kind of see like a caring trying to be a good dad batman but he's yeah. failing because he's also batman uh yeah so yeah um i i also like that issue um in fact i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it up here um robin and batman uh we we don't we don't have to well uh, joel did you read this one I did. I did read this one. Yeah. I mean, we might as well just talk about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, this issue, I thought, uh, you know what made me think about it? Uh, Dick Grayson never had a solo Robin series, like back in the day. He mm-hmm. never did. So we always see a lot of stories about like Dick Grayson as Robin. Yeah. You get a lot of flashbacks. You get a lot of like mini series that are kind of based around it, like Robin year one. Uh, but Tim yeah. Drake doesn't need it because Tim Drake had a Robin series, like a yeah. literal Robin series. And then Jason Todd, I feel like most people don't. He was a very popular Robin. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like Damien. Retroactively has popular. Right. Retroactively popular for Jason. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Damien has his that's going right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like Dick Grayson didn't get his chance to like be a solo character. Um, and so like, yeah, this issue uh, was a cool start. And then is it Dustin Wynn? Is that who, yeah, that did the yeah. artwork on this one and Lumino yeah. did the writing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it works really well. It does. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any thoughts, Kyle? Um, I will say like one thing that I've always 
I think it's more like um, from animated series. Like there's an episode where like Killer Croc, it comes from a circus. Yeah. And I was always like, oh, that should be the circus that the Flying Graysons were in. That would be mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And they like kind of tease that at the end of this, which is cool. So I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is this in yeah, continuity? Super- I would assume so, right? I don't it's think it's not a black, black label. label. Yeah. yeah, it's you not know? black label, so yeah, probably. Um It's a kind of a cool really, little retcon that yeah. uh Yeah. You know? It's like a little nice little nod, you know. Yeah. Killer Croc is such a tragic character. He is. When when done right. Otherwise they make him just into a brute that eats people and like I care nothing about that. But like yeah. the tragedy of Killer Croc is like he has a skin condition. Yeah. Like Yeah. And it looks like if they're going to be doing like what uh, like Kyle said about the animated show, I actually yeah. totally forgot about that until he mentioned it. And I was like, that they did. Yeah. In the animated series. Um, and that was a great arc in the animated series. So if they go that way, I think um, Lemire is going to be doing something similar, making Croc more of a tragedy, which makes him, I, I've always loved killer Croc. So if they do him the right way in that way, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. looking forward for the rest of this one. And he, and he looks I, like a man in this. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't look like yeah. he's not, like, a hulking monstrosity. Yeah. yeah. He's just he like a normal He shouldn't look dude. like the lizard from yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, yes. let the lizard be the lizard, you know? Yeah. 100%. Um, but, like, I think it was Batman Hush that changed that, right? Like, the, is that the first instance uh, that we see, like, Killer Croc look like a big old dinosaur? Is Batman Hush uh, when Jim Lee... It's draws definitely around that, so. that time period that Jim Lee... Batman era when he yeah. started doing all that, when did they start changing his appearance? Yeah. And when I, when I first saw him like that, I was like, Oh, that's cool. But then I didn't need to see him like that in every single comic. <laughs> every single <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, including like iterations like Arkham, the Arkham video game series. Isn't he more he's yeah. like a, like, like a lizard a creature? Giant brute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I, cause I grew up on the Batman, the animated series version where he's just like, a gray guy with like a messed up face and he has like tough skin. Right. Yeah. And killer croc isn't a supervillain name. Killer is it's like his like street name. Right. Yeah. Like I think sometimes they like, it was like reference, like uh, he was like a wrestler in the, yeah. in the circus oh, yeah. or like he was a wrestler yeah. after that. Or like his circus name was like, Oh, they, you know, the Barker was like, come <laughs> see the killer croc or whatever. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's cool tying it in with Haley's Haley circus. Um, I think is going to be interesting. And it also makes me sad that it's only two issues or it's three issues total, yeah. but it's like two more issues. And then like, that's it. I'm wondering if they might extend it or like do a, do a sequel type, mm, yeah. you know, if it's, if it's popular enough. Yeah. Um, but I was set up another, it. yeah. Um, Something I was thinking about recently is just the fact that like DC has been doing a lot of these miniseries just to see where the interest lies, but it which is cool. But at the same time, um, I forget that these miniseries even exist after a couple months yeah. of like when yeah. it ends. Like I'm sure I, I think there were a couple miniseries that came out in the beginning of Infinite Frontier that I don't remember existed because they're not ongoing, so it doesn't stay in your mind like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, they started that with, like, Future State. Everything was, like, a mini two-issue uh, two thing, teaser for Future State. And now that seems to be the kind of trend. Because even Marvel's starting to do it, too, with some of these miniseries and anthology series and stuff. So um, I think it's a way for them to kind of test sales numbers and see if it's worth dedicating a 35-issue, 50-issue run 
uh, right. to build an omnibus for it, you know? So right. makes sense that they're doing it from that end. But sometimes the miniseries, they fall through the cracks for people. Like, I honestly forgot about this Robin and Batman one until I got my shipment in. And I was like, oh, this is the Lemire Batman I was, like, waiting yeah. to read. Um, so I made sure to get myself a copy. But, like, sometimes, you know, they under market it almost a little bit. You know, like, I didn't get any marketing material for this one. I might get some next week, but they kind of undermarket when it's a miniseries too, which kind of, I think, you know, maybe it's like their way of hard testing it, but. Especially right. if it's only three issues. Cause like, yeah. if it's like a, you know, if it's Rorschach, you're going to get a, you're going to see a poster up in your comic. Yeah. Shop, you know, yeah. right. Cause, Cause it's, it's 12, 12 that issues. was like 12 issues. That's all. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you to eight or 10, you get something, but yeah. Yeah. This one um, didn't really do much. Um, yeah, uh, my thing is, and this is something we, uh, have to think about as like fans is that we are like diehard comic book readers, right? And like, we will read it and we know who Jeff Lemire is, but yeah. the general public first thing, the general public doesn't read comics, but the general public, if they did read comics, they're not going to really know. They're going to know these characters. Yeah. And so you have to make it easy. Like, like, you know, Venom number one came out this week and it's like, you got to make it easy for people to be like, okay, I walk into a comic shop. What do I grab? And like Robin and Batman works in that respect where, you know, the names of the people and like the art looks cool. And like, you kind of, you're like, oh, three issues. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you kind of also have to have a good comic book shop that will able to recommend those things for you. Um, but the same goes with like mar like movies and stuff. And it's like it's hard to think like what is the general layman, you know, um, like how do they, you know, interact with these properties? Um, they're they might not be picking up blue and gold for six issues, seven issues, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but they're gonna pick up Robin and Batman for three. And like, I don't know. It's just interesting to have to think about like what do people want? How do they and how do they want it? Yeah. You know, I, get that. Uh, I think people are always looking for like entry points too. Yeah. When it comes to comics. I mean, I get asked that all the time. What's a good starting point. What's a good entry point. Yeah. Um, you know, for people that are familiar with the characters, it's usually pretty easy. Like you can just kind of jump in as long as you know the origin and stuff. But for people that are fresh off and coming in from the movie theater and want to start reading a comic book, I think it's easy to sell them. If it's like, this is the first of it. So like, you don't have to worry about yeah. anything else. Like, it's a number one. You can see that on the cover. Um, just enjoy it, you know, for what it yeah. is. But the problem is if they're not marketing Robin and Batman and it's only three issues, then like a person has to enter the comic book shop in in a three month window yeah. in order to grab it. Otherwise it disappears and it's then gone forever. Well, or whatever. They, maybe cool. there's a trade, yeah. trade, trade paperback or something, yeah. but like, yeah. uh, it's almost too short then. Yeah, three is right? a, is is oddly short. Normally they're like six or seven. Yeah. There's another one from DC that the last issue is this week, the Justice League Last Ride was seven issues, which yeah. that's kind of a standard miniseries versus a, just a three issue one, you know, kind of one off like right. this. So, right. Um, I mean, we'll we'll get to Justice League Last Ride at least. I I gave up on it a couple issues back, so uh, I might get back into it. But I'm interested to see if anyone is um, uh, reading that. Uh, uh, I don't I don't. Nobody cares about my uh, my answer. My answer normally is Nightwing or X Men, but we don't need to talk too much about that because <laughs> I'm on every episode. Uh, I want to know you guys' picks of the week. 
What is your number one pick of the week? Oof. That is a good question. I mean, I uh, think I think my pick, pick of the week crosses over. Like, I think Robin and Batman is probably mine. I have a I have a no, number two, but go ahead, Joel. I would say, uh, I guess my pick of this week would have been Action Comics 1036. Oh. Okay. Um, mainly because the art, I really enjoyed it on this one. There were some really awesome splash pages. Um as they're like approaching, uh, you know, Superman's head in the war world and everything with the authority. Um, so some of the splash pages as they were coming into war world and um, some of that stuff was really good. And the art really kind of, I was just all about it. Hyper-realistic yeah. stuff. Um, so that was like the big standout thing for me from, from this week's issues. Most of the things I read this week were for ongoings. So uh, I would, I would have to pick action 1036 as my pick for this week. It's the beginning of a fur of, of of this arc, right? Yes, I know that there yeah. was setup involved. A little but, bit, yeah. yeah. But uh this is the first issue of the arc. Yeah, so there was like seven issues of setup, which there really wasn't much because it was all him on Earth. Um yeah. then they had that Superman and the Authority miniseries, which yeah. ties was that into three or four issues. Four issues. Okay. Um, but if you didn't read that, then they also had the Batman, Superman, and the Authority. Yeah. That came, annual, out last week. that came out last week. So if you either read that or if you read Superman the Authority, those two tie directly into Action 1036. Um, but yeah, it was good. I mean, it's kind of the beginning of a, of a new arc and everything. So if someone wanted to pick up Action Comics or get back into Action, um, this is a good re-entry point um, for that. Or if you read the, the Superman Batman Authority special or the Superman and the Authority miniseries, okay. both of those tie into it, so... Yeah. But I read all of that, so it was like a nice payoff. Yeah, so it works out for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, did you read Action Comics 1036, Kyle? I did not. Okay. Neither did I. I tried to start it, and uh, I just moved on to something else to come back to it, and I didn't come back to it. But uh, I have read every single thing up until this point, so mm. I do want to continue that. Um, I like good jumping-on points, and I think this is a good jumping-on point. Um. Kyle, did you have a second pick for your? Because your your uh, fir- answer, your first question was your second, you know, answer. Yeah, but I um, know um, I, I enjoyed the thing number one. I okay, love the yeah. thing. I read um, it. Did Joel read it too? I didn't get a chance to read that one. No. Okay, uh, uh, Kyle, there, tell me about. A, there's a great splash page in that Joel uh, with great artwork when you were talking about the action comics um, mm-hmm. splash pages. But the, yeah, there's one where it's like. Uh, so I, well, I guess it, it's like the thing comes back from like fishing or like he was on a fishing trip yeah. and just no one is at the Baxter building. It's like kind of, <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Like, uh, and it takes place like, in the past. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, but like in not, the beginning, it says a, a new tale from a classic era. Right. But then at one point he gets email. So I was a little confused about how far back it was. Well, mm. it's, it's our past. So it's like early two thousands, I would say. Okay. okay. You know, because like, that's, that's the thing about the sliding timeline. Sixties for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like it, yeah. I, was, I was like really thinking it was the sixties when they said that. Yeah. But um, because like the art is almost uh, who's the artist? I gotta look it up here. But the the art is almost like Kirby esque for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's very uh, two dimensional. Yeah, it's uh, Tom Riley. Mm, okay. Did the artwork. Um, but yeah, so uh, no, it was super fun. Um, he's. I don't know. He comes back and every everyone's gone, and then he kind of uh, is like, there's like a demon 
of some sort yeah. or like a that's like following him um yeah. around and that like uh that hercules can see and he's like you got a demon on you and he's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. he just like the thing brushes it off and just is like whatever um yeah so yeah it's it's pretty cool that there's this like this like i don't know it's like a demon that like breaks people's hearts or like pulls their heart out or something um, yeah, he pulls the heart cool. out and then it turns it black and then puts it back in you, and something yeah, happens. Like, oh yeah, interesting. Yes, because he does it. He does uh, it to a random guy. He does it to a random guy at in the, the beginning. beginning. It's like the prologue. Yeah, yeah of like there's this yeah. guy. Um, no, it's it's super fun. I mean, the thing like gets you know, gets maced at one point and then throws a car and ends up in jail with Hercules. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Nice uh so uh so yeah it's uh it was really fun oh yeah but he has this the splash pages he has this like vision of like death and it's just like it's like a dream or something and he's just standing there and the demons near him and then just like it is just a sea of every single marvel character dead like small and then like up to the watcher and like galactus and there's a celestial like fallen it's like just a sea and and behind the celestial it's eternity too Oh man. Yes, that's yeah. yeah. It's like a de- so it's yeah, dead like, decayed. He's the only like living person left. Yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely up there. I see I, I was gonna check this one out. I was gonna, you know, skip it because I thought um it was a spin-off from the slot run, which I haven't been reading, so I was like figured it was just a, mm. a tie into that. But knowing it's uh it's its own thing, I'm definitely gonna it sounds really interesting. So mm. that sounds like a yeah, I don't know out. if it's a mini it didn't say how many issues mm-hmm. that i could yeah. see um but it was yeah it was really i really enjoyed it i i like the thing like just in general mm-hmm. so it's nice to see him see him get a solo series at the same time i don't know how i feel about it being not in the present because i am up to date with everything fantastic four right now so mm-hmm. it's like i uh, it was weird seeing him in this issue not being married to Alicia um, and then not having the two kids because mm-hmm. he has two kids in, in, in like he has a Cree and a scroll adopted kids. And so like uh, he didn't have them. And so Alicia breaks up with him in this issue. They're like, she's like, we need to see different people. And uh, but it's so it was weird. I, I don't know. I was kind of thrown for a loop. In that respect. So I don't know if I want to read a whole thing series that takes place all in the past. I get that. If you're all caught up on continuity. Yeah. 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 I don't know if just because this is like the next big thing part one. So I don't know if this just this specific story is in the past and then we're going to see more of it in the or not like this. This entity might come back or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You're you're, kind of right because in the beginning it says years ago. And so, are they going to go back to the present? You know? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. But the art's cool. I like the art. It's like a blast yeah. from the past. You know? Um, My pick of the week... Uh, uh, my pick... Ooh. Okay. This is this is where I'm coming in. My pick of the week is Eternals number seven. Because oh, I'm all caught up. Good. I'm all caught up. And this is the one, though, where I hate the art. I hate the art. I I I'm I'm gonna bring this to main to main camera right now. All the characters are like this. Yeah, that's a sodrobic. <laughs> like blow up dolls. Like yeah. they they can't blink and their mouths are just agape all the time. Um, 
and it's weird. I, I'm not a big fan of the art, but the story that like, wait, did anyone else read it? Joel read it. So good. Did so Kyle? Good. I I skimmed through it and I just hated the artwork so much that I stopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I get that. Also, I'm not a fan of the Eternals. I I like the movie, but the movie is such a lore dump, and it's just like, it's a lot. But I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. And so I gave up on it, and then I went back this weekend and I binged it, and then I'm I read this one, you know, yesterday or whatever, uh, and. Uh, I like it. If you like like hardcore sci-fi, like it, yeah. like that, I mean, same with the movie. Like it's a sci-fi epic. It's serious. That's is, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big sci-fi person. So actually I am a bit of an Eternals fan. Okay. Um, so I've been loving this series. If you, if you haven't read a lot of Eternals, I recommend going back and reading the game and stuff, the Neil Gaiman and uh, Ramita Jr. I think it was Ramita Jr. That he did it with that mm-hmm. stuff. That'll kind of set up what's going on in this particular Eternals run. Um, But yeah, I was, I I enjoyed this issue. I like Ashad Rubik's artwork. I I feel like he has been kind of calling it in just a little bit on this series. Um, I've liked his artwork since the Jason Aaron Thor stuff when he did that. Oh yeah, he did do that. That's when I really fell in love with his artwork. Um, But in this one, you know, he has been kind of, the faces, he's been reusing some of the images across issues. Of reusing some of the faces of the characters, but um, yeah, I was I really enjoyed this issue as well too. It was a really good read. Yeah. Um, do you want to know the big twist, Kyle? That came in the yeah, last okay. issue, I think. The, it, the, so the Eternals get to be reborn through the machine every mm-hmm. time they die, uh, and Fastos realizes that the machine to bring an Eternal back to life, it kills a human being. Oh, nice. And their job is to protect humanity, but every time they get brought back, they kill a human being. Uh, It just takes their their soul. It just takes their life force and brings it into the machine and brings Icarus back to... So, like, the first couple issues are about Icarus getting this, like, prophecy or whatever, a vision that this just random kid is going to die and Icarus needs to save him. And then then Icarus dies, and And when Icarus is reborn the kid dies. Yeah. And, and now it's general knowledge that the Eternals, there's a price to being eternal. Whereas the deviants don't have a price because they live and die on their own. And so there's kind of a, a trade-off for being eternal. Um, And some Eternals don't care and some do. And it's kind of, yeah. And Druig, Druig's just an asshole and Thanos is back. So, There we go. Fastos brought Thanos back to uh after he broke the machine to kill off the Eternals. And then Druig uh Fastos had like fail safes and Druig like removed these fail safes from Thanos. That was the other thing. So Yeah. yeah. Oh the ending of this issue was crazy. Really good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was yeah. really good. I'm really enjoying the Kiri and Gillian is just killing it with the story yeah. aspect on this one. Yeah, yeah, that whole reveal at the end of the last story arc with the humans having to be sacrificed to keep the Eternals alive. I actually just watched the movie yesterday too. Uh Um, So I thought that was nice that they kind of had a similar thing in the movie about like the balance of life and everything like that, that the Eternals maintain balance within the universe in that way. So I thought that was a nice kind of like tie in. Cause that's like a theme within the Eternals, right? That they maintain order and balance by keeping the deviants in check, by protecting humanity. 
Um, yeah. So that's kind of the, the very Kirby idea because um, he, uh, you know, wrote it to be mythology uh, and everything yeah. like that. So I really enjoyed, been enjoying this, this Eternals run. It's been a real treat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not even a diehard Eternals fan. In fact, I will just say Eternals. Uh, uh, Kirby's Eternals, I'd rather have Kirby's New Gods. Like, that's yeah, my jam. Yeah. And so, okay. But uh, this run is good. And this run it would be good for anyone who doesn't know Eternals. You could just start and then just kind of figure it out. And there's, yeah. like, a politics and incro- infographics that they put into it that is reminiscent of the Krakoa X-Men yes, runs. very much like Hickman. The very Hickman thing yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, yeah. I'm cool with it. I'm down. Yeah. Like, uh, let's see where that goes. Um, what other what other books did you guys uh, did you guys uh, read this week? Because, um, like, did you guys read Venom number one? Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. We all we all read Venom number one. That's uh, that's good. Um, you got interior art by Brian Hitch, and uh, you got Al Ewing. Uh, writing the story. And I was Ram a little v. bit lost. Oh, wait, who? Ram V and Al Ewing are co-writing it. How are they co-writing it? How does that work? I'm, I think it's kind of like when they did Spider-Man by committee, um, mm. but it's just multiple writers. So uh-huh. they'll probably switch off every issue or they're just, you know, Al Ewing works with other writers a lot. That's something that's pretty common for him to do. So, oh. um, but yeah, the art's so really good. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah. Uh, but I was a little bit lost. I don't know if you guys felt that that way. Well, if uh, did you read the the Donny Cates Venom stuff? Uh, I read up to a certain point, and I, I can I can put the pieces together. Yeah, but like it's still kind of confusing. Yeah, it picks for up number one pretty much directly after Donny Cates's Venom two hundred, the issue thirty five of that one. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a direct pickup from right where that issue left off. Uh, which I just read that issue like the other day. It was in my to read pile, and I was like, "Oh, like the new Venom is coming out. Maybe I should finish the previous one." Um, so it was still pretty fresh in my mind whenever I got back into it. So, but yeah, and it picks up. I mean, there's not even a moment's hesitation between that Venom and this Venom. So, yeah, I okay. I I've not read the Johnny Cates line or or anything, but I I did read the blurb at the beginning, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh," and I kind of figured it out. Like it was. That's I really like that Marvel does that, and I wish DC would do that more because they the few books I jumped into this week, I was like, I don't know who any of these people are, what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) No like blurb at the beginning. Um no, I it was like it was interesting. It's a different thing. I I liked the third kind of act of the book more than the initial kind of setup stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh they're going really time travel sci-fi, everything. Yeah. I figured they were going to, as soon as I saw Al Ewing was writing it and Ram V, I was like, it's going to be a sci-fi horror. And that's what it looked mm-hmm. like. Because Ram V is writing Swamp Thing. He's really established himself within the horror genre. And Al uh-huh. Ewing's bag is sci-fi. You know, he's, all his indie right. books are great sci-fi. So I was like, it's going to be sci-fi horror. And I was like, yep, that's exactly what it is. Sci-fi horror. And is, <laughs> is this is this, is this going to be like the new Immortal Hulk type deal for Yeah, Marvel? I mean, we'll see, I guess. Um, yeah, because he did a really good job with Immortal Hulk. And that was very horror-esque as well, too. So, I mean, I guess we'll see how Al Ewing does with this one. Because Immortal Hulk was phenomenal, so. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with it. I liked the Donny Cates Venom stuff. I, I like Venom, so give it a shot, at least for the next couple of issues. Yeah. Um, I have I have a question. So this is the only thing I was confused about. So uh, 
what's his name? Eddie Brock's power now is that he can control all any symbiote across the mm-hmm. galaxy. Yeah. So when he's so I thought he like they said something like, oh, he can control it with his mind. So I thought he was just like sitting in a room at his house, just controlling with his mind. But then his son said he's like away for weeks. So I was like, oh, yeah. does he actually physically go there? Like I, that's what I didn't understand. Oh, so yeah, they explained that in the end of Venom 200. Okay. Um, so at first he had to sit in the spire, which if you remember from Absolute Carnage, that's what Carnage used to wake okay. up Null. Um, because that's like the center of the hive mind, but his power had developed to the point where he could do it from anywhere. Um, okay. so he didn't need to be in the spire to be in touch with the other symbiotes. So that's kind of what it and I guess he was going to this hotel where he could he knew like nobody was gonna mess with like his body and he could just be there. And, I see, okay, and contact the symbiotes. Yeah. Mm. Um, I love the artwork. Like Brian Hitch, like if this was drawn by anybody else, I might have to think about whether I'm gonna like hop over to the next thing. But like, I miss Brian Hitch. Brian yeah, Hitch on, but I'm, I'm sure Brian Hitch can't do a week or a monthly series, right? Like, I feel like his art would probably take more time. And like, but Brian Hitch on Fantastic Four, uh, Brian Hitch on Justice League back in the day on the JLA run. Um, you know, ah, I love, I love Brian Hitch. Ultimates, obviously. Yeah. But, you know. Um, yeah, he's a great artist. I mean, I, you know, he was able to knock this one out. Maybe, hopefully he'll stick on for, for a long-term art thing on this one. So, yeah. But it was, yeah, the art was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Yeah. 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 Um, what else did you guys uh, read this week? I tried to read, I tried to read as much as I could. I think I got a good amount. Um, but I'm, I'm interested in uh, what you guys had. I also read Strange Academy issue 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty Young and uh, Umberto Ramos. Yeah. Are, uh, you, been, uh, are you up to date? Yeah, I've been reading it since since issue one. Um, yeah. So it's been a while since there's been an issue. There was like a two-month pause there. Um, yeah. This yeah. is the beginning of a new story arc. Um, so it's a kind of another entry point. If you read The Death of Doctor Strange, Strange Academy tie-in as yeah. well, too. Um, that kind of ties. That was last this. week. That was yeah, last week as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm guessing this takes place before that because in that issue, all the kids were sent away from the school. Um, That's right. And yeah. in this issue, they're still at school. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it was uh, it was good. Um, I, I I've missed reading Strange Academy. Um, Scotty Young, I think, especially when it comes to writing like young people, he's really good. I, it's just mm-hmm. like. And I describe this book, it's like if a John Hughes novel or John Hughes movie with Hogwarts, but in the yeah. MCU, like that's how I, yeah. and it's like an 80s teen rom-com with, you know, Hogwarts magic all with, you know, inside of the Marvel universe. So uh, I've been really enjoying it. This issue was great. Um, we got the origin story for one of the new characters, Zoe, who is yeah. like a zombie girl. Um, so we got her origin story, which was cool that they're using every issue or oh, every, at least once in every arc, we're getting one to two characters' origins, or at least like teasing their origins a little bit. Yeah. Um, which I've really enjoyed because he's really giving each character kind of time to develop and because they introduced a lot of new people in that first issue. There's like seven first appearances in there. Yeah. Um, but he's really giving each one of them time to develop into their own character and expanding the relationships between each other. So he's doing a really great job of that. And you get connected to each character really nicely. So, 
Yeah. What I do think it's lacking is in that first page in a catch-up page to have little squares that have everybody's faces and names because I can't keep track of them all. They like, actually, they do on this one on the, they have all those. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah, then never yeah. mind. I missed um, that. So yeah. they don't have the, bad. they have like the little summary on the next page is that, yeah. I What I really like about this one is in the back, they always have the like, the the permission slips oh yeah all those little things the school related things the school related documents they had like a message board on one of them for like homework assignments i thought that was yeah i I really enjoyed that part i'm not in school anymore but yeah and the internet wasn't a big thing when i was in school but still it's cool to see all that (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. uh what i like about this 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 book is first thing it does things way better than teen titans academy is doing Yes. Uh, and I'm going to compare the two. And it's yes. like Strange Academy just works better and it flows better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's the next, uh, like Marvel, I think Marvel's prepping it for a, a Disney Plus show. It is That's perfect for it. It's so perfect for it. And I agree. I think the thing that I've noticed after reading the last issue of Titans Academy, um, I think it was last week that that came out, is, you know, with Strange Academy we're getting everything through one character's perspective in a way we, we follow Emily, right? The closest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah. don't get that in Titans Academy. We're bouncing from character to character and it's not as grounded as strange Academy is, even though strange Academy is magical and dealing with like the mystic side of Marvel Titans Academy, we're bouncing from character. To, we have yet to have like an emotional attachment. to like one character that we're going to kind of, yeah. that's going to lead us through this thing. I think that's where they're missing on Titans Academy. Yeah. I agree. Kyle, you got any, have you, do you read either Titans Academy I, or Strange Academy? I have not. So okay. uh, it's good. You're just not a fan of academies. I can, <laughs> I can jump into Strange Academy. I'm Strange like, Academy. Definitely. I don't know. Like so, sometimes, yeah. and it sounds like this is with like Teen Titans. It's like, just like kids whining, but it's like a CW show. So yeah. like, usually I'm like, eh, but Strange Academy is good. I should check yeah, that out. Yeah. Strange Academy, yeah, I would say it's not so much like the CW type of stuff. It's definitely Breakfast Club or um, 16 Candles, oh, nice. kind of more of a classic, mm. you know, 80s teen stuff. Ferris Bueller's Day Off kind of a thing. That's the uh, vibe I get from it. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of see it. I feel like there might be a better description, but I I can't come up with one. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go with what Joel says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Strange, Strange Academy is good. Uh, uh, did you guys read Alien 8? No, I, I, I want to read that because Johnson is doing such a great job on action. I want to jump into Alien now. Now that the first, I think the yep. first trade just came out like a week or two ago, so I'll have to catch up. Yeah, because that was issues one through six. Yeah. And it's, it's a class, it like, issues one through six, you don't have to think that much. It's just a classic action kind of movie. But this one... This issue, like, this is the second issue in the arc. So seven and eight, right? And eight just came out. Uh, It is scary. Like, it is weird. And basically what it, it takes place on, like, a colony that, of like, Earth has a colony on another planet. And that colony is just given to this religious group. And so this religious group wants to, like, grow their own corn and, like, raise their own cattle. And they just want to, like, live there. And they're not dumb. They're not, they're not dumb. They're smart. They know how to like create electricity for themselves. And like, they have like a generator. So there's engineers there and that sort of, they're not Amish per se, but it's more like just people who want to like create a new life out in this like colony. The problem is, is that 
the ship containing supplies uh, has an alien on it and it crashes. Uh-oh. And now like these like, uh, you know, these, these farm people are getting killed off, you know? And so uh, this arc is pretty good. Interesting. Yeah. Are you a big fan of like the alien movies and stuff or? So, so here's the thing. So here's the thing to, to anyone out there who hasn't heard me talk about. I don't do horror. I am very afraid of like horror movies and that sort of thing. I have seen ish a couple, a handful, uh, but I get scared and I have like a reflex that makes me tense up or throw punches one or the other. And so <laughs> I can't do that. And, but it's something to do with like horror comics. I can do like, I can do horror comics. Mm-hmm. And I like that because I get to like be involved with the story. Um, because I also go on Wikipedia and Wikipedia horror movies and their plots just so I know, cause I, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. But I can't, I can't deal with that. Like, uh, it, it scares me too much, but alien comics, Freddie and Jason comics when they were around, like I used to read those, um, Interesting. you know? Um, and so the alien comics are pretty good. I, I, I'm a fan of the alien movie series and stuff. And I have a buddy who who also reads comics and he's a huge, 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 huge alien predator eighties, you know, action sci-fi movies. And he's yeah. really enjoying the comic. So it sounds like it's definitely worth a read. I just, uh, yeah. I kind of missed it at the beginning. So I'll definitely yeah. go back and check it out. Cause I, I like alien too. Yeah. I, you know, grew up with those movies and stuff. So. Uh, question. Uh, Cause this happens in, in, in the issue spoiler, but it's not really that big a deal. Uh, I, I never knew that the alien, you know, the, the, the mouth thing that comes out of the alien mm-hmm. that like has a, a mouth on itself. I didn't know that could be used offensively. Has yeah. that happened before? Yeah. They yeah. can jab it through people or spit with it. And yeah. That's oh, like the big okay. thing. <laughs> no. Cause I knew, I knew I just, yeah. uh, in, in this issue, it just goes through a guy's head and his head explodes. Oh yeah. So no, they like, definitely do that. That's like a big okay. part of the. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Glad cool, that they're cool. doing that in the comic. Cause that's like a big part of the movie. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, what did you guys, uh, what else did you guys read this week? Uh, I think we talked about all the Marvel stuff. Did anyone read justice league last ride from Chip Zdarsky? I gave up on it after issue two. Not because maybe because I was bored, not because I hated it per se. Does it get better? Just tell me that it gets better. So much better. Issue four, I think three or four was one of the best single issues I've ever read. It was. Oh, fine. I will. I'll get back on it because I love the Justice League. I want it to be good. uh, But I was just like, "Eh, why should I care? Yeah, it was. Um, So, I mean, obviously you read the first two issues. So spoilers for Justice League Last Ride. um, But, you know, like John dies. Um, yeah. the Martian Manhunter, when they do yeah. that story, oh my gosh, it was yeah. gut-wrenching um, okay. when he died. And they just finished it off. Um, it is kind of funny, we were talking about miniseries earlier being used to kind of test the waters, as it were. Um, I think this is going to lead into a new Justice League series from Chip Zdarsky. But an al- um, alternate universe? I, I'm Alternate timeline or something. It has yeah, to be. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. this one, when it ended... It very much, I mean, there's even a, a new title page on the last page, um, you know, where What's it, it says called? Justice League Universal. Let me see. Huh. Me back over here. Yeah, Justice League yeah. Universal. So at the front, you know, right, there's the Justice League Last Ride and it has like everyone's yeah. names and stuff. But that's on the last page. It says Justice League Universal. 
Um, so they're so, about, yeah, they're prepping a new team then. Kind of yeah. like Justice League Incarnate came out of um, Infinite yeah. Frontier. Exactly, exactly. So it seems like, because, you know, um, I, I, it does have to tie into continuity somewhat because Oa isn't around anymore. And they only have one Guardian left. And that's what happened when I was reading Green Lantern. That's yeah. kind of like the big thing that happened in Green Lantern. And now Hal and John and they, you know, Apocalypse is now new Oa. Um, and they're trying to rebuild the Lantern Co. or on Apocalypse. Um, But basically at the end of this one, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman are meeting together, um, and they're like, you know, obviously the universe, like, corruption isn't going to stop. Like, we need to be here to be a force for good because even the Green Lantern Corps can be corrupted. Even the United Federation of Planets can be corrupted. So, like, the, you know... Justice League needs to be universal, and then that's how it ended. So, huh. yeah. So okay. it looks like they could be setting something up. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy. I love Chip Zdarsky, one of my favorite writers, and he did a great job on this one for sure. Okay, definitely worth reading the full seven issues. Okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give it a shot just because you say it. It's good. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, it was issue three or four where they did March or they did John's death, and I was just. Okay. I, it gave me goosebumps. It was so good. It was such a good single issue. I want to go back and read it after this. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, have you? Did you read? Uh, what else did you read? Uh, let me look at this list here. That's how yeah. memorable the rest are. Um, oh no, I read. Um, I read Amazing Spider-Man seventy-eight. Okay. And the Miles Morales Spider-Man thirty-two, which mm. kind of tied in together a little bit. Oh, uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, you guys want to talk about Amazing Spider-Man first? I haven't been reading it, so sure. I'm more than happy to listen in and where did see I... what it's like to read Spider-Man three times a month. <laughs> yeah, where did I... Yeah. I swear Coming I had out, Amazing like, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had it prepped, but uh, Amazing Spider-Man, um, what you, what did you think of it? I'm not that interested. I'm reading it. Yeah, but like I'm really I'm, not interested in Morbius. I'm no, and I I I thought it was funny that they like Morbius gets like his arm cut off like pretty early yeah. on, and then I was like, oh, he's just gonna grow his arm back, but he just like walks around the rest of the issue without his arm on, which yeah. is kind of funny. <laughs> um, but beyond that, yeah, it was just like kind of a who cares, like it was just really like you know standard there was some witty right. banter i guess i was right. more interested in the in the miles one because uh uh-huh. so they like they have a um i don't know if you know joel or for people out there they're like uh there's a thing called the beyond corporation that mm-hmm. the ben riley who's the clone of peter parker for those who don't know is um is uh like he's the face of this this corporation they're trying to like you know incorporate spider-man basically and he tells Mm -hmm. uh peter parker he can't be spider-man well then peter parker gets into a coma so now he's ben riley's the sole spider-man um so in in miles morales um he's going around fighting taskmaster with uh vulture's granddaughter Mm -hmm. and um then it's it is kind of funny because taskmaster's like watch goes off and they're like what is that your cell phone and he's like no i'm uh i had to i had by midnight to complete this contract and i didn't do it so you guys just wasted my time 
And then he's like, and they're like, are you going to come after us? And he's like, no, unless someone pays me to. No, it's like not worth yeah. it. And then he just Sounds leaves. Like like he, just, he just leaves, <laughs> which is great. And then um, and then a like big flying, like shield looking like limo comes uh-huh. down. And these like guys who look like shield agents come out and they like hand, like they serve Miles Morales Spider-Man. And they're like, Spider-Man is a trademark of the Beyond Corporation. Oh, man. You have to cease <laughs> using his name and likeness. And he's like, what? And then it just like, it just like teases like, um, I think like in two more or so next month. Yeah. Catch up with where Amazing Spider-Man is. But uh, so I thought that was more interesting and fun than than actual the the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Normally things with Miles are a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty fun. So, um, well, interesting. Like a fun little surprise at the end. I wonder if they're trying to make a commentary uh, on like the rights of Spider-Man being split between. Yeah, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> That's what it sounds like with the uh, Beyond this stuff and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, and it kind of has that like very thin, like almost like Sony, Sony uh, looking logo, PlayStation like <laughs> logo, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. I, yeah, I think that's it for Marvel pretty much. Yeah, there wasn't um, a... They focused on, like, all the big stuff. Venom coming out this week, I think, was the big thing, yeah. thing coming out of this week. Um, how is it reading Amazing Spider-Man? Was it three times a month it comes out? No, it comes out almost weekly um, now, right? I, I've only been... Like, I read it the last time I was on with this, which was, like, a month ago, and then I read it this time. So, like, oh, I, I, got you. I so really you only read issues. it, like, once a month. But it wasn't like I didn't not understand. I was like, okay, like, oh, yeah. Spider Man's in a coma. Okay. Yeah. Um, Is this coming out like it would be three too times much. a week? Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's a lot. I, it was. I didn't even keep up with when they switched the Batman title to twice a month. I had mm-hmm. a hard time keeping up, and so yeah. like I couldn't imagine reading Spider Man. If uh, maybe if that was the only book I was getting with Spider Man, but like still like. Yeah. Are there a lot of people who just read Spider-Man and that's it? Um, I mean, I don't, I have, I think six people subscribe to Spider-Man, um, through my store. It's weekly or is it three weeks a month? Three weeks a month, um, three or four weeks a month. And they all are reading multiple titles a month. I mean, some of Mm -hmm. them are reading Spider-Man and Batman. Batman's twice a month. Spider-Man's three times a month, but um, I don't know how they're keeping up with it, but they're keeping up with it because I send it to them. So <laughs> they yeah. keep I mean, it books. makes sense. They're, yeah. I mean, those are flagship titles for both yeah. companies, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's and those are probably the two that I have the most people subscribing to: is Spider Man, Batman, um, you know, Detective Comics, Action Comics, stuff like that. So those are people are reading the big ones like normal. Yeah. Um, and it's I mean, bravo to you reading three or four issues of Spider Man a month. That's right. uh, I, I have a hard time reading three or four issues a week of anything. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, this show um, this week kept me honest. So <laughs> if I, uh, if I repeat anything that was said in the last couple of minutes, you know, let me know. But um, are you guys fans of Ben Riley instead of Peter in amazing Spider-Man? Well, I'm not reading not... amazing Spider-Man, but I do like Ben Riley. Yeah, yeah, I like I like I like him as a character. I don't think he's that different than Peter in this one, other than he's like, I work for this company and Peter 
doesn't work for the company. Everything else, they're basically the same. So it's just like yeah. kind of like uh, you get two Peters. <laughs> but I know they're <laughs> like different. A rich Peter, poor Peter. Yeah. I don't know. These don't. I think this is where it like suffers by being written by committee, where it's just like there's you have to keep it simple so everyone can just jump in and mm. fill in the gaps. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Ben Riley was actually my first, you know, comic book was a Ben Riley comic book. It was a web of Scarlet Spider comic. So I've I've always had a soft spot for Ben because you know, I kind of hope they bring the hoodie back for one. He needs his hoodie. He looks better oh, yeah. with that. The big white in the hoodie with the yeah, with the light blue. Oh, we'll see. If if they bring that back, maybe I'll start reading Spider-Man three times a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest. I'd rather have the hoodie on Miles right now because yeah. I don't like I don't like Miles's costume having the the collar that goes up to his nose. No, he looks like know? a ba- Bazooka Joe character. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fine so, if <laughs> I, I go real reference. deep. Yeah, that's like that's a deep I, cut. <laughs> I think that guy's name's Mork. Um, but yeah, like it, it looks like a it looks like an alternate costume in a video game. Yeah, yeah. I wear and be like, this is cool. It doesn't yeah. look like a regular costume. It does not. Right. You should be wearing. Right. Um, how can you breathe with like two layers of stuff in front of you like that? You know. <laughs> I don't understand how he can move still and like, yeah. do, like yeah. flip around and stuff with a jacket. Move, like a because that's like a yeah. that's like a. Uh, I mean, there's real like jackets out there, jacket. right? That are just like yeah, yeah. That's uh, too much. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, uh, um. Oh, sorry. What were you saying, Kyle? Oh no, I was just gonna say. Um, I don't remember. Go ahead. It was. Uh, it left my brain. Whatever I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not interested for the Morbius movie. Like Morbius is whatever to me. I. Why should I care? Why should I care? Weird character. It's a big a movie. Yeah. yeah, it's a big question that I have for like a lot of this stuff. And even as a comic book uh, uh, reader and a movie fan is like, why should I care? You know, a movie yeah. has to make yeah, you care. I, a book has to make you care. Why should I care? Why should I spend my I, time on this stuff? Yeah. Here, uh, So like up until the most recent trailer, I was very much like, why is this a movie? I don't, again, I don't care. I don't like Jared Leto. I'm not a fan. But, like, this new movie, I love the Underworld movies because I'm just, like, a, a weirdo. Oh, I like the Underworld movies, movies, too, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. And uh, and this, I was, I got very much, like, oh, this kind of looks like an Underworld movie. So I'm, like, kind of into it now. I'm a little okay. bit excited. But I'm also, like, not expecting much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw a trailer. It comes out in two, two months, right? Three Isn't months, two soon? months? Yeah, you yeah. know, January, the sweet spot for movies. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I saw a trailer when I was at ground. when I was at Eternals. I was like, I forgot that Morbius was getting a movie. Yeah, and I saw it. I was like, I totally forgot that this was got pushed back like four times. Right. I'm like, I didn't see. I haven't seen Venom two yet, so I don't know if like I don't even know anything about the post credit scene. I've been pretty good about avoiding all the spoilers and everything. Oh, you don't. So you don't want spoilers for that? Uh, no, I have an idea of what it is, but I don't want to know. You're um, so far behind. You almost deserve to be spoiled. I'm not going to do it. I'm not no, pulling the trigger. I'm not pulling it. the trigger. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just. I've even I, avoided I, I, the No Way Home spoilers, and I'm on social media every day. So, uh, the No Way yeah, Home I, links. Yeah. 
the Eternals leak was bad. Like when yeah. I learned what was happening in the post credit scene, I'm like, come what? All right, yeah. I'm gonna pretend like that's made up. And I'm in denial. It's like all these spoilers and stuff. I'm like, yeah. sometimes just people, you know, um, throw out fake spoilers. Like yeah. in Squid Game, uh, do you guys watch Squid Game? Yes. Mm-hmm. Love Squid Game. Okay. So there was a spoiler, and I'm going to spoil it right now, but it's a fake spoiler. But it was like somebody spoiled. They were like, I'm, and this is before I even watched Squid Game. They were like, I'm so glad Ali lived till the end and got to support his like family with the money that he earned. And I was like, that's a mean oh, okay, spoiler. Cool. I, I was like, I was like, cool. Like he lives till, you know, that's he lives till the end. Malicious. That's mean spirited. I didn't, I didn't know it was mean spirited. I went in thinking he's going to be yeah. the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I was also thinking there was going to be multiple winners. Like it can't just be one person who lives in the end. Yeah. And so I thought there was going to be some sort of, you know, fake out or something. Nope. 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 Yeah. His death so, was definitely one of the hard ones. Ugh. Uh, because it was take it was taken from him. It, it was, was like he got cheated. Yeah. Ugh, rough. Yeah. Rough, rough, rough. <laughs> um, so you know, so I, I I keep going into these movies being like, ah, fake spoilers, fake spoilers. I don't know what to believe. I'll believe it when I see it. Um yeah. and also like with these Marvel movies, you know how there's always and it hasn't happened yet where a Netflix character will come into the MCU now. Cause like they're trying to keep it separate, but there's cause there's always rumors. They're like Charlie Cox is gonna pop up here, Charlie Cox pop up there, Danny Rand is gonna pop up in Shang Chi. You know, like that, that's the one that I knew was fake. Yeah, when they said that, I was like, mm-hmm, that's definitely not <laughs> right. Happening. Or or John Bernthal is gonna appear, you know, as Punisher in like or another. See. You know, yeah. um, but like we still I've haven't heard like rumors Andy. that like Jessica Jones is gonna be in She Hulk and like all you know. There's yeah, like all kinds I've heard of stuff that one like too. That. Right. Oh, or Wilson Fisk is going to be in, in Spider-Man, you know, and like, yeah. Uh, so far we have nothing corroborating anything or no, not even any evidence proving that it can happen. Yeah. Like that Kevin Feige yeah. wants to include that. We, we have no, the only thing from the TV shows that have ever been included is the casting of what's his name as, as Jarvis in yeah. the end game scene. That's the from, only. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's literally the only TV From the show. Agent Carter. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, we'll see how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys did you guys read Static Four? No. Did not. No. I'm gonna read um, all the milestone stuff when it comes out in trade. That's fair. That yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I'll probably buy it when it comes out in trade. Yeah. You know, like buying the trade but like right now i'm reading the single issues and you know uh it's nice i just it's nice to like read it month to month and like see static out there but then like the first issue wasn't that good i mean it was all right but it was like not not much happened in the first issue but by issue four like shit's getting real so Mm -hmm. i've always liked static always like i remember watching his show and stuff when i was a kid yeah always liked static Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of wish I had been yeah. reading Icon and Rocket because I've heard that one's been really good. I'm kind of upset that I missed the missed that one from the get. So, but when it comes out in trade, it'll yeah. be nice, I think, to read everything all together in one book. And are those uh, yeah. are those crossing over at all? The any of the milestone stuff yet? Or I no? mean, is they exist in the this, same universe. Okay. Yeah, we know that they exist in the same universe. Yeah. Hmm. 
yeah, I didn't know if it was like static, like teamed up with Icon and Rocket in an issue or anything. Like uh, that. Not yeah. yet, no. but there will be. Okay. They did say there's going to be a big crossover event. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Milestone did Maybe say there's going to be a big Milestone crossover event called like it's called something. It's it's it's. They even have a name for the crossover, but I I forget what it's called. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, but uh, um. Yeah, so so you you can there's like little pieces of information that clue us in that they take place in the same universe. And I haven't read Hardware yet, but that's like two issues yeah, in. And then Blood Syndicate is going to come out cuz I don't have a connection with Blood Syndicate or Hardware. I don't have a connection with Milestone outside of Static. Static. <laughs> uh I don't even have a connection with Icon and Rocket, but I do remember when they appeared in Justice League and uh, they're also on the Young Justice TV show, the cartoon. Right, yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. I like that. That's cool. I, I like a merged DC milestone universe. That's personal. Like, because I want, you know, yeah. I want them all hanging out. But it's not the case right now in the comics. We'll get there, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they're building. Yeah. So I think yeah. they talked about milestone. They have a big plans for it at DC fandom. A couple yeah. of weeks ago, I know Milestone. Yeah. Them talking about Milestone was a big thing, so yeah, I'm sure they're going to build it into something. Yeah, uh, DC. I have to admit, as as far as what I can see, they're putting their money where their mouth is as far as diversity and representation is concerned. They never used to. They used to just be like, "Oh yeah, you know, we got them." Yeah, but their, like, their representation was like, "Hey, Superman's an alien," and you're like, "No, no, <laughs> right. no, no, that's not. That's right. not what we say." Yeah. Right, or they would be like, "Oh, we have this black character, but we're gonna have a white writer write what it's like for Jefferson Pierce to live in the hood." Like, <laughs> uh, what? It's like, but DC now. <laughs> I mean, they're they're doing a good job. There is one thing that cracked me up the other day, and I laughed out loud at David or not David Buster's at Buffalo Wild Wings when I was looking at my thing. So, like, recently, DC has had, like, oh, um, Happy Lunar New Year for, and then puts their, like, Asian characters or Asian-American characters all together on, like, a cool, like, like image, right? And right. they're, you know, to showcase that. Or they were, like, um, they were, like, oh, Pride, right? Here are our LGBTQ plus characters, right? Uh, <laughs> DC on Instagram just posted a picture, and it's Happy Diwali, so that's, like, I think Hindu specifically, uh, but it's like an Indian like festival. Uh, 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 and it's happy Diwali, Wonder Woman, Flash, Batman say happy Diwali. <laughs> and it was the funniest <laughs> thing to me. It was the funniest thing because they don't have characters. That's, funny. That's one blind That's... spot that is in most media. Most media has That's... a blind spot for for South Asian characters, for Hispanic characters, uh, for Middle Eastern characters, there's like a blind spot. Um, you know? Uh, Happy Diwali from Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash. Yeah. Interesting. Especially, yeah. Cool. You, huh. Yeah. Um. I mean, <laughs> Bat- Batman, a big celebration of Diwali, go back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it was, I was laughing. I kept laughing. I was like, this is so funny. Also sad at the same time. Um, I don't know if someone Marvel was like, has "We have to character. make a Dwali post," and then they like, "Yeah, we're like, what characters can we put on?" And they're like, "Uh." uh. <laughs> they obviously I don't think have Marvel less has than any, but... three. 
Yeah. They obviously have a three because there were only three on the other one. And Titans Academy, that might be if I remember. There's so many characters in Titans Academy. Titans Academy is the one that does not put pictures with names, so it's hard to keep track of who is who. Yeah, they don't. Um, Well, here's the thing. Diwali might be something ethnically specific. I have to look that up. Um, So in other words, you can't put just in your in your in the Lunar New Year one. They have like all sorts of Asian characters, but then you can't do that with Diwali because I think Mm. Diwali might be very specific. Yeah. Uh, for example, Marvel has the character who is now Giant Man. You know who I'm talking about? He's, I think he's Pakistani. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I can't remember what his name yeah. is. But I can't I remember, remember what yeah. his name is. Yeah. yeah, Diwali is specifically Hindu. Okay. So you need specifically Hindu characters. So yeah. like Kamala Khan, can't although she is, she's of South Asian descent, she would not count for that she's on Marvel's end. Yeah. yeah. So, so you'd have to have specifically Hindu characters. So it's just, uh, uh, there's a, there's an X-Men character who was on uh, Extreme X-Men, I think. Um, Thunderbird, the third Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. He's Hindu. And other than that, I don't know what Marvel would have either. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know. But Marvel does have like a handful of South Asian characters. Um, especially through the route of Miss um, Marvel. Because Miss Marvel mm-hmm. has introduced a lot more uh, characters uh, that are South Asian. Uh, but that being said, DC. Interesting. <laughs> my my uh, a friend of the show and also guest on the show, uh, Paul Lau. Paul Lau was like, "What's the closest, Lady Shiva?" And I'm like, "Lady Shiva though isn't isn't Indian." And he's like, "I know, but like just her name, Shiva, is a Hindu god. Yeah, Does that yeah. count for <laughs> Diwali? I don't know." Uh, weird but you know i just thought that was funny it was worth a chuckle i i'm not mad about it but it does bring up to light like there are racial groups and ethnic groups that like are a big part of the population that don't get representation in media um because most of the time place you know people focus on black and white and like that's what it is you know um so i think there's room for improvement all around dc marvel you know and everything else um but I laughed. It was funny. Um, what sparked this? What did I? What I don't know. Sparked... <laughs> I don't something. Remember. Yeah, something. We were talking about. Oh, we're talking about milestones. We're talking about milestones. Oh, milestones diversity. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did anyone read the like Batman Urban Legend or Batman the the Imposter or um or oh, I, am I read Batman? the I read the Imposter and I am Batman. Oh, okay. I didn't uh, know what yeah. was happening in I Am Batman at all. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I mean, I get that, like, oh, like, uh, Luke Fox is Batman. Yeah. But it was just, like, a lot of, I think they were, like, I think it's in the middle. It's the third issue, so it's, yeah, it's, like, in the middle of a run, so it was a little bit of a dialogue dump. Yeah. And I was, like, I don't know what's happening. That's where I was, like, oh, they need the blurb, and then I could follow yeah. along. Yeah. Um, is Luke Fox Batman as well right now in current time? I thought all that stuff was spinning out of future state, or is he acting as Batman with Bruce Wayne also being active? I, I haven't I been following know. any of that. Because I knew that he uh, was future state Batman, but also yeah. in this, it looks like I am Batman state. takes place during fear state. Which is currently happening, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't but, figure it again. Could not figure out. They don't show 
Bruce Wayne Batman at all. Mm. But I think they reference. I think Lucius Fox was referencing Bruce at one point. So I don't know, but I don't know. Hard to keep track sometimes. Who's, yeah. Yeah. Who's where? His his costume's cool. Does yeah. Have costume. I uh I would I I I've always loved the idea of closed mouth Batman because like Batman yeah. Beyond kind of has it. But yeah. Like, truth be told, Black Panther has it. Like that's Black Panther's yeah. mask. Is closed mouth Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, but making that like cool. silver is kind of cool looking. Like, like a I think like that plate. Like, so- it's like a plate yeah, that like, comes off or something, right? Yeah, and it like matches his uh matches like the the gray on his suit. It's pretty mm. cool. Because mm. um, I always liked when reading? Batman would wear like a gas mask. Oh yeah. Again, I it's it's hard to say with this issue because it's like it's literally just like setting like resolving some things and setting up some more stuff. Like I guess someone killed Anarchy and it's potentially he's framed for it mm. and his like a like a public defender came in um and she's like i know you were guilty but like everyone has a fair trial like so there was like a lot of like that them two people who are not batman sitting <laughs> sitting in a room talking like an interrogation room talking and it was just yeah about stuff i i didn't know what was going on um and then we get a little bit of luke fox batman at the tail end but then he's like arguing with his dad for a good portion of it, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was a okay. It was hard to gauge um, from that one. That's not a good jumping in book this week. Right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, what about Batman the Imposter? You, you said you read that. Yes, um, I liked that. I hadn't. I forgot to read the first one um, <laughs> when it came okay. out, but I did understand what was going on. Like I, because I remember reading about this this series. Um, I liked it a lot. The art is, uh, who is it? I can't find it in here, but it's, um, Andrea Sorrentino. Yes. It's the person who did Gideon Falls, which is, which is cool. Um, so I, I like it. I don't, I don't think that the, some of the flashback coloring is weird. Like it's very flat but everything okay. else like in present time is, which I guess is how they differentiate. And uh, art wise, it's really cool. Like there's a lot of like, they do like some black and white with like some color panels on top. Yeah. Um, and I guess there's someone impersonating Batman and going around just like killing people. And obviously Batman's being blamed. Um, and I think it's a black label book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was cool. I would, I would read more. Um, I guess the ventriloquist is a kind of a big part of it, hmm. which is cool to see yeah. him getting some love. Yeah, you know, Batman has so many villains. Play. Like, he does give them all play. Like, find something yeah. that works and like give them all like screen time. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, his, I guess they made his dad a rich person in this, like a rich. Who ventriloquist dad? dad? Yeah. And I guess Ventriloquist ha- tried to hire Batman to kill his dad or something, or <laughs> Batman or something. Hello, police. <laughs> Hello, police. Can you please kill my husband for me? Like what? But I think he. I think he thought the real Batman was the fake Batman and asked him to kill his dad in the previous oh, okay. issue. Is what I got from this. 
Um, and then, yeah, so there's like, there's some cool stuff. It makes me want to read the first one and then, and then definitely keep going. Um, but yeah, the artwork was cool. If you like the Gideon Falls style artwork, it's worth, uh, worth checking out. Yeah, Sorrentino's a great artist. They're also doing the art for Primordial, which has been fantastic mm. from Image, though. So. And oh, Gideon yeah, Falls, yeah, yeah. of course, too, yeah. I'm, uh, I've been reading Primordial. Uh, it's Love only that. two issues in, uh, yeah. uh, but it's it's been pretty cool, and the art is a trip. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm loving that, that series. Premise. Oh, I got the uh, I got the artwork from last week's Primordial because Primordial uh, two came out last week. Uh, I brought the artwork up on the screen here. Uh, that's the one about the space program, the Cold War space yeah. program, sending animals to space. Yeah. Oh, what okay. happened to them? <laughs> yeah. Like, what wake happened to the those space animals? dog and the. The monkeys oh, and nice. stuff. Yeah. I remember see. I remember seeing where it was coming out, and I totally forgot what the title was. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's really really good. I'm excited yeah. for that one. Yeah, yeah. It's only two issues in though, so like yeah. I'm sure it's gonna keep ramping up. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Did that, does anyone read Fear Fear State Gotham or Future State Gotham? No. No. The last thing I read from DC this week was Titans United. That was the last DC title. Oh no, I gave up on it. I, I might... after issue one. Issue one was so bad. This is it's... issue three, and it's t- kind of like reminiscent of the Titans show, right? So it's yeah. like, oh yeah. come on. I don't know why I'm I'm doing it to myself. Um, I think every couple of months I just have to read like some of these punchy, punchy action time comic books that don't have any yeah. real story just to remind myself that they exist. Um, right. And that you're, that you're alive. And yeah, just is, like, you know, like you could, your life could be worse. It like, could be, I could be, we, I could be reading this on a monthly basis and right, this could be the right. only comic book that I know. Um, yeah. That's your one comic pick of the month. Yeah, you only have right. time and energy for one comic book. It'd be Titans United. There's it's so bad, and I love Titans, but yeah, it's that's, so bad. That's what kept me going through the first two issues. Is I I do love like the Teen Titans. They're one of my favorite teams. Right. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Titans show. No. Uh, I haven't been able to get through the first season. It is so uh, much edge, so edgy, and so many it's blue so, filters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a constant yeah. cue on the screen. Um, yeah. and this is reminiscent of that. And I'm I'm like. I think I'm done with it after this issue. I don't know why I kept doing yeah. this. <laughs> I was like, what's I the was point doing... of it? I don't even know. It's like a Cadmus thing. I mean, it's so it's like, why should I care again? Yeah. Right. Why, it's why like that. Once it's again, like... Cadmus got dismantled. Um, the Superboy. So I'm also reading Suicide Squad and there was like a Clark or a Connor Kent in Suicide Squad, but it turned out to be match. Yeah. And we don't know where Connor is. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why do I care about this Connor Kent? Like the one yeah. in Suicide Squad, way more, really enjoying that, much more interesting. Yeah. And it's still kind of a punchy, action y story and stuff, but there's actually like some interesting things happening. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's just like punchy action, explosion, Red Hood saying quippy things, you know? And I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. If you're reading Titans United and you absolutely love it, I'm sorry if I'm ragging on a comic book you're liking, but it's, uh, eh. Yeah, I don't have much to say about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Did you guys did you guys read Robin's number two? People are hating on it, so you know Robin's. Oh, is I, that I the remember one when they were. Yeah, I, I remember. Was that, that the one out. that like won the voting of like yeah, pick an idea. Which yeah, is odd timing that it came out 
so soon after them, like that idea, like was solidified in like August, and now it's out. So it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, so w- was it was it fixed? I want to uh, see those also- ballots. I want to recap. <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, okay. So so let's talk about these ballots because X Men did a, a similar thing where you vote for the member of the X Men, right? The one member of the X Men out of that vote to join whoever they had predetermined to be on that team. Well, now in X-Men, they are going to be doing a, 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 a book called Secret X-Men that have the people who lost that, that they were on the ballot and lost. So you have a team of them. And so, like, it looks really cool. So the plan, thing to me sounds like all these, like, ballot votes and stuff, they already have plans to do them either way. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Because they're doing Justice League, they're doing Justice League queer, which... I don't know how I feel about that, but like they're doing a JLQ series or mini series or like part of an anthology, something. And that was on the round Robin as well. Yeah. You would like to think that they were doing that for the right reasons and not probably monetary popular reasons. I mean, what was that one? um, What was that? That Marvel book. I think uh, Daniel Kibblesmith was going to write it and it had like, what was it? And it was like called like there was someone was named Snowflake and there was like oh, oh yeah 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 like screen time and uh it was New Warriors New Warriors or whatever yes yeah, yeah. Like, I think that one went all, straight like, to trade if I remember I I, was, I don't think it came I out didn't yeah oh, I didn't did not come out at all come oh, out I don't think it came out at like, all oh we're gonna retool it and then no mention of it ever again and then never got talked about because it seemed yeah. like something that like boomers wrote about. Yeah. what kids are into <laughs> it's like one of those things that was like we had a bot scrub the internet and write a comic book yeah it was like yeah. he's trying like to like satirize or or take those terms and, yeah. and turn them on their head but failed yeah. miserably yeah. <laughs> it's like here are yeah. two non-binary siblings one is snowflake one is safe space it's like, not gonna make what? people want to read yeah. it <laughs> what it, now now if those if those characters show up as a new team in the invincible show i'm like this is this is kind of funny that like, that like a yeah if it's a satire yeah. Like, yeah if it's not like this is our this is gonna be great that would be like mean, something Kirkman might might try to work in uh, <laughs> I mean I would say I'm that. afraid it would be more like the boys the boys TV yeah. show oh, they're yeah. bound to do that because they're going to college I think they're 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 doing or a college a, spinoff of like yeah. of like young heroes in college and you know there's gonna be some random stuff. I also, I hate the boys comic. Have I told you guys that? I hate the boys I'm, comic. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan either. I tried reading I, it. I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. It, it was too much. Every couple of years, I would try to read it back from the beginning and try to see how far I can go. And I get further every single time, but I, it's garbage. It, it makes me want to throw up. It's so bad. Like, yeah. It was one of those things where like I got to a point and I was like, I was like reading through it on, uh, like on some app and I was just like, you know what? This is just, I'm going to see how far they go. Like, I just like, it's like the train I mean, wreck. I can't. Yeah. They get as far as like, they get as far as like frat bros peeing on another frat bro. It's yeah. It's like, like they get, I mean, sweet. and that's just, and that's one of the, the softer stuff they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just Come on. like super racist, super punch down on everything. It is no super racist. No redeeming characters. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's like, kudos to the the team behind the TV show to really find those, like, 
small yeah. gems and then just yeah, be like, and pull it into okay, a show, and then yeah. just like ignore most of this stuff. Yeah, pretend the rest of that didn't happen. This is the good stuff from there. Yeah, because right. the show is great. The show Tommy's is great stuff, though. Yeah. Is 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 garbage. Um, yeah. Hot garbage. Um, were there any books uh, before we get going that you guys wanted to, to comment real quick on? Um, or did we pretty much cover the gamut of it? I think we did. I only um, read like these six, so that I think. Yeah. Yeah, and there wasn't anything like, um, there wasn't, there weren't any indie titles that I like am currently reading. Yeah. Like, it came out this week. So, like, Light I kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, we were remiss on that point, but yeah, like like yeah. Joel said, it was pretty light. Um, I did read Hellions, and I love my X Men titles, but I do have to say that like Hellions was cool, Hellions was fun, interesting stuff happens, and then I didn't read Excalibur because Excalibur is one of my least favorite X Men titles, and I kind of read it when I have nothing better to do because I like the characters in Excalibur, but I don't like magic with my mutants. Like that makes sense. I don't need night and shining armor king arthur merlin shit in with my mutants um but you know it is what it is if that is something that people like then they can read that and excalibur is for them but it sucks because they they have a lot of my favorite characters in there and like do you like the 90s excalibur series or no i guess uh i never read it i never read it mostly because i wasn't interested i just wasn't interested in it but i do like the idea that there's a european team but when they have to deal so much with magic, I'm like, eh. I don't care about Captain Britain. I don't care about Megan. I don't care about them. What? Well, why? Why should I care? <laughs> you know? So it's kind of like that. But I like Psylocke. I like Psylocke. I like, like, Rogue, I think, is in it. Gambit's in it. Jubilee's in it. Uh, Richter's in it. Like, cool. But also, eh, not really my thing. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for coming out and uh, being on the show uh, with me talking about stuff. Um, before we get going, uh, I just want to ask you what your social media is. Where can we find you? You got anything coming up? You got any plugs? So, Joel, I'll let you go first. Where can we find you? Um, yeah, you can find me anywhere. Um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the G.I. Joel. Um, just exactly how it sounds. G-I-J-O-E-L. Um, I post three or four YouTube videos a week. I post five or six TikToks a day as well as on Instagram. Holy guacamole. Yeah, I post a lot. Um, I do uh, a review of like a trade or graphic novel every Monday. I review all of the new titles on Wednesday. And then Friday, I do more of like an update on my store. I just recently started a series doing educational stuff on NFTs and their Mm. future in comic books. Um, that's a big thing that's coming. I'm also going to be interviewing, hopefully, some comic book creators, uh, some other media personalities, such as Gary Vee and stuff, in the next month or so. Um, and then I also do movie reviews. So I, I'm on YouTube quite a bit. I'm very aggressive on there, uh, very aggressive across social media, trying to grow my yeah. business. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you can find me anywhere, the G.I. Joel. I love talking comics, movies, and pop culture. So hopefully you can come hang out. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Kyle. What do you got? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Kyle Dotson Funny. Uh, I basically just guest on other people's stuff. So, because <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just, my day job is social media. So I just don't like, yeah. it's like when I get home, I don't want to. 
do my own social yeah. media. Um, so you can find me. Uh, I did. A, I was. I've been on some podcasts. I'm on uh, Rock Solid, which is a comedy music podcast. Uh, pretty frequently. The most recent episode, I talked about like the Daniel Craig Bond themes. Mm. Uh, so you can check that one out. Um, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. You guys are great. You guys are literally. Uh, 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 we got a rotation of guests on this show and like you guys being a part of it is amazing. And like, I'm really happy with all, like, again, if I didn't like you guys, I just wouldn't invite you guys back. But, like, <laughs> you guys are more than welcome to come back on like whatever you want. Just let me know. Uh, uh, and so I'm, I'm always super grateful that you guys come on this, uh, especially like to talk comics. Cause uh, not yeah. everyone can do it. Not everyone Love can comics. do it, but you guys, you guys can do it. So uh, thank you so much uh, for that. For anyone who is uh, watching right now, you're watching us on a live stream, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and volume.com. Uh, definitely follow us there wherever you guys want to. Or you're listening to us on a podcast where you could find us uh, at, at Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. We are on five different, I think, podcast uh, channels apps platforms maybe more i don't know let me know if i'm on anything that i uh, <laughs> don't even know um but however you choose to digest us please uh, uh uh like us follow us give us some views do what you need to do you don't have to spend any money to support the keeg all you got to do is uh, uh just watch the show or follow us on instagram at the keeg show follow us on tiktok at the keeg show we're on twitter at the keeg show if you tweet at us uh, we will reply, so definitely uh, 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 shoot us something. Uh, we are all over the place as far as the key is concerned, and we got multiple different shows. Comic Talk is just one of them. Tomorrow night, we're going to have the season finale of the key back, uh, so definitely stay tuned there. We're going to drink, play some games, have a good time there. And then um, next weekend, I think we're talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, when Ghostbusters nice. comes out next week. So definitely stay tuned. We got a lot of stuff. And the Hawkeye After Show will be starting soon. So uh, Hawkeye starts, and then right after that, we got the Hawkeye After Show. So either way, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Joel and Kyle for coming on the show and being a part of it. This was another episode of Comic Talk. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. Take care, everybody. See you guys next week. Super fast.